We would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast and pay our respects to their elders past, present and future. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella and I'm Dom and this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between. Coming up on this episode... To this day now, I still get bombarded with messages saying, you gave me the strength to talk to my friends and my family and stuff. And I'm like, no matter what I do in my career, I have done what I set out to do by getting on TV. So guys, welcome back to another episode of Sit With Us. And how fucking lucky are we and you? We've got Nathan again. Part two, baby. Part two. Nathan Henry is in the house. Yeah. I, or as I like to call him, Nathan Christ. Nathan Christ. You're, you're, Nathan's actually in my phone as Nathan Christ. And we, we were just going over it to fill Ella in as to why yeah. uh, you are Nathan Christ. Long story short, guys, we spent Easter in the jungle, okay? Yeah. And on Easter, I don't know, what well, we were delivering. We had a revelation. It was like... We were delirious. The sun, the sun shone down. We were delirious and I had a moment of craziness. <laughs> yes. I mean, m- multiple moments. But in this one moment of craziness um, on Easter, we decided somehow that Nathan was Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was Mary Magdalene. Aisha was Judas because she, um, she stabbed me in the back. She stabbed him we in the back. We knew she was going to stab me in the back. And it happened. Adam was Adam Joseph. Yes, Adam was Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't really know who Mary was at this point, but Adam was Joseph. You were Jesus. I was Mary Magdalene because I was a whore. Uh, but oh. also yeah. props to Mary Magdalene because she is the, you know, the left out one of the, of the story of Jesus, I yeah. find. So we've, and we also discovered Mary Magdalene. Because she was actually a prostitute. She had a oh. child. I hope that like Christians and everyone doesn't come for me with this. Jesus has a child. Yes, Jesus had a child. And there's probably descendants of Jesus out there. Because unlike the rest of the Bible, Jesus most probably was a real person. Yeah. Mm. Not like... And he probably did have sex with Mary. 100% he would have. Not his mom. Please tell me how Jesus... Okay, Jesus would have had to have a, had a room. Yeah, exactly. Come on. You can't yes. tell me he okay. was on this earth then got killed and like died. Yeah, didn't no. Have a kid. No. He was the son of God. No, there's definitely some kids out there. Hence why I'm called Nathan Christ. Yes. I was okay. for a brief time on Instagram, then people complained and I had to take off. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. People were like, what is this? It's blasphemous. And I was like, is it though? My, my name's actually Nathan Christopher Henry. I've just shot the Christopher made it yeah. Christ. So a week ago, we recorded yes. with you and Nathan was very. Uh, well, I wouldn't say tired. You were kind of, <laughs> you were still going. I was, yeah. I was he was lit. Emotions. I was yeah. lit. I was like, Liddy Titty McGiddy. Liddy Titty McGiddy. <laughs> I was also jet lagged as well. Jet lagged. Now I'm fresh. Thing. We didn't actually get into really any of the questions and, you know, yeah, the things that we wanted to ask. <laughs> it was more like a Nathan storytelling time. Yeah. Which was so much fun. We're talking about um, Dick Cheese. Oh, and I never. Smoke. Did I even get it started in the story? But what happened? Babe, we got it's, into that. We yeah. got into the, you spewed on a guy's car. Oh, yeah. uh, and then as he shat himself got, all as long of as we the, got the story out we there. got that honey yeah. we got it you shared some yeah. thrilling stories great good and you also tried out the Aussie love them Aussie snacks. treats or yes. snacks and here we are today to actually I guess interview you <laughs> properly to do the podcast to actually get to know you more yeah, you know because like, we like I know on the show and even on Geordie Shore, people have gotten to yeah. know you, you know, how you, you came out mm. and just your your life story. But something that we didn't see on the show a lot, but obviously I was there and I yeah. experienced it, 
there were so many more in-depth chats, not only about, yeah, you know, oh God, yeah. your stories about how you came out, how you mm. um, opened up to your, your family about it, um, the relationship that you have with your brothers and yep. all of that kind of stuff. So we've got so much more to go into. But mm. I think just starting out, like, Geordie Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. Is Geordie Nathan a persona or is that really who you are? Do you know what? It's like, I want to say... I didn't think it was a persona. I genuinely at one point did believe that was me and that's yeah. who I am and that's all there is to me. Yeah. But then obviously with the thousands of reality TV shows that I've done, <laughs> as that's gone on, I call it character development if you like, or personal development. I've realized that outside of showbiz and outside of like this life, I'm not always 100%. Mm. I do have moments where I'm tired. I do have moments where I'm just chilled and I'm, very in fact i do have moments where i'm an introvert which some people wouldn't believe that well i know i totally get it because i'm an ambivert so i'm depending on my environment yeah. an extrovert or introvert yeah so it's it's literally just based on my environment like i can yeah. be totally introverted or completely extroverted yeah but so we're an ambivert. Yeah, ambivert. Yeah, I've, exactly, I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's the term. And, for and it. I think it's it's a lot more common it is. in in our industry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because I think we have to be so on all the time. You, I think you need to be an ambivert mm. because if you don't, you are physically and physically and mentally going to exhaust yourself yeah. to the point where you have nothing left for yourself. Mm. And that's why I quite like the jungle because. I didn't, it, like you've seen that from when we mm. went in, mm. the first, I probably said the first week, I was literally this ball of energy, like, yes. <laughs> like the Tasmanian devil. And then after Fucking a while, crazy. I just remember one day I was just sat on the bed and I was like, fuck me, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And I think people came over, like, you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just don't want to talk. I don't have to talk all yeah. the time. And then after that, when I realized, you know what? I don't have to be funny mm. or in people's face all the time. And I can still be likable. Yeah. And I can just be quiet. Yeah. general me. Did you ever feel pressure, especially on Geordie Shaw, yeah. like going onto that show, this huge juggernaut, it's like party, party, fucking mm. drama, all of this craziness. Did you feel pressure ever filming for Geordie Shaw? Is there pressure to perform? Is there pressure to cause drama? They need it. And 10%, right? So I can tell you two things, right? So when people like past people before me, when they'd gone on Geordie Shaw, basically... There's like an unwritten rule that you get given two series for definite. So like wow. you get given one and that's yours to perform. And then obviously just because like probably due diligence, you probably get another one. I think due diligence is the right term. Mm. You get yeah. given a, a second one just to prove yourself kind of. Goodwill that, kind of thing. Yeah, that was to kind of yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Some people when they win the first one, if you didn't make an impact, you didn't create something, you got wow. dropped. Wow. So then there's that kind of thing to perform. When I actually did my first one, we only came in. I think we came in. We were meant to come in halfway through, but then something happened during the show, I think, because James left and Vicky left previously, that I think we got put in at the back end. So we realistically only had three three episodes oh. and we had three episodes to make an impact. Wow. On one of which, I got my dick sucked. It was the first time ever, a gay, like, same-sex wow. thing on any reality TV show. I want to say in the world, but I know it was wow. definitely in the UK. And then the second series, I just got a boyfriend yeah. before we went on there. But obviously I couldn't speak about it on camera and stuff like that because I hadn't come out wow. on the show yet. And then I remember me and one of, me and Aaron were talking and he was like, with relationships, stuff like that, keep them a secret. Mm -hmm. If you can get away with filming a whole series 
and like all the boys had to, I think even if, and even if everyone at one point had like secret relationships outside the yeah. house that you just we didn't talk about because it was our job kind of thing and I remember that the what? guy that I was so seeing at the time he'd put a love letter in my suitcase this is fucked this is fucked right he'd put a love letter in my suitcase with pictures of me and him. Bear in mind, we'd only been dating like six months, like, which fair enough, like, mm. I am adorable. That's cute. You can fall in that love with me in that yeah. time. Yeah. I didn't know that he'd put that in there because our bags get searched before we go filming. What? So production had taken that out, right? Production had taken that out. And then I was saying, when I told like one of the, the exec producers at the time, she's no longer working it oh since my then. God. I told her, I was like, look, I started, I will be honest, I started dating a guy before I came here. And my head's a bit scrambled. That's why I've not been going out of the pool. I don't really want to. And not only that as well, I was fighting with the whole telling everyone I was bisexual when I was actually gay. Mm. So I wanted to come out. So I did. I, t- I basically had a full on meltdown when I was with one of the um, producers. And she was like, so she was so nice about it. Like we were sat in the back of a car and she was like, you've been really quiet for the past three days. And I was like, I can't fuck. I was like, I need to get out of this fucking car. I need to get out of this fucking car right now. Mm. Got out of the car. I was like, I need a fag. We started talking. She's like, what's wrong? A fag. And I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I can't sit there and go out on the fucking pool and try and get with girls when it's not me. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, I don't like girls at all. I was like, I'm gay. And she's like, right, okay. She's like, well, if you're okay with that, we want to cover this on the story. Mm. And that was, I know I've gone off topic here, but that she actually said, Benno, if you're watching this, thank you so much for helping me do this. Um, She said, my whole coming out story, will do it exactly how you want. We'll produce it how you want. You tell us how you want to do it. But obviously we want to expand it over the whole series. So it's not just like, oh, you've come out because it's yes. going to gonna have, yeah. she knew it's going to have more of a big effect on other people. So I got to do that the whole way I wanted. Wow. Did, like came out, was amazing. Then I was like, I still really didn't want to go pull boys because I had this, this guy, guy at home. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the other people that was on the show, I'm not going to name her just in case I get in trouble. Um, <laughs> she basically said, when we got to Athens, she had a word with me off camera and was like, you need to get rid of him because she was like, if you want to be here next series, you can't have a boyfriend in the show, especially when you've just come out. It's not going to work. Like what you've just done is amazing. It's going to be great for TV, but now you've closed yourself off. Like, do you really want to be, do you really want to be in a relationship Oof. when you've got the world at your feet now? So obviously that got in my head. I was young, I was impressionable. I was 23 and I thought, wow. fuck, like, yeah, I want this. I want this really bad. So on, we have down days and mm. like, so when you don't film and stuff like that. They gave me my phone. And this is what the other part was fucking about the situation is. I took my microphone off because I said, I do not want this to be used on camera. It wasn't used, but someone was listening in the room and they put a microphone outside the room. Oh my God. So I went in, rang this guy and he was like, hi baby, oh my God, I'm so excited. Like, how's it all been? This, that, and the other. And I knew I had a job to do. (laughs) And this is probably the most brutalist thing I think I've ever done. And so obviously I went in the room and I was like, hi, like, he was like, do you miss me? And I was like, listen, we need to talk. And I was like, I've just come out on the show and like, it was, it was great. Like everyone loved it, but I can't be in a relationship. And he was like, what? He was like, you've been gone three weeks and not all I've done is think about you. So like he went, did you get my letter? I was like, oh, no. no. He went, did you not get the pictures that oh, I put in anything? God. I was like, no. I was like, what? So then there was me thinking, oh my God, he actually really genuinely did like me. Yeah. And I was like, look, I can't be on the phone for much longer. We'll talk about when I get home, but I need to be single. And I'm so sorry to do this like this. Hung the phone up. Oh. Burst out crying. That's tough. Letter underneath the door. Oh. Pictures underneath no! the door. No! 
on the letter, it basically said, he hadn't told me this at this point. He was like, I'm so, I know, I know we've only known each other for six months. It's something of, uh, I've enjoyed spending every bit of my time with you. And I genuinely think I'm falling in love with you. And oh I'm so excited for our summer to see what we can do. And then I'd just gone and fucking broke up with him. So I was oh. distraught. Have you been in contact yeah. with this guy? Well, the thing is, like, well, after, well, the, the beauty of the story is actually, after I got back, I begged Grovel. Like he knew, he, his mum hated me for like, the whole of our relationship because yeah. he next needed basically went to hospital because he was made himself that physically ill he oh, wouldn't eat and stuff like that no. but when we came back we actually did manage to get in a relationship for four years so oh, we what? did oh, yeah wow. so we did like every card silver line we did make, manage to make something out of it four so like, years so yeah so i did that series broke up with like obviously broke up got back together kept him a secret for like two <laughs> years just did what i need to do in the show but then i was just like do you know what no nah, i'm in a fucking relationship deal with it so when you are like, so you're seeing someone, you sit on the show yeah. and you kind of have to have this persona of Nathan being single, fuckboy kind of going around. Yeah. So you were in an yeah, open, open relationship? relationship? Oh God, no, I never. So the thing is, I never got, I managed to find, uh, luckily for me, I managed to find my feet and draw the show. I managed to be the, probably the one of the only people that could do that show, even though it's all about sex, pulling, drinking, partying. Yeah. I managed to do all that without having sex or go on the pull because of my character and my personality wow. and Love me as a that. person wow. like I was enough need to, that yeah. I didn't need to do yeah. that and that was like the beauty of I think my whole career that I managed to make four like well, what I've been doing it eight years now that I've managed to make yes I did it at the beginning and when I broke up with him and I became single and I did go back on the pull again but for that whole period I was the only person probably in George Shaw history that managed to Get make a whole career basically not off the back of having sex or going on pull and having a relationship wow, with TV. Nathan. I managed just to go on there and make a career of being me. And so what was, like, why Geordie Shaw? How did you get onto it? What was that whole process? You know what? I got asked to do that. Oh, okay. And I was like, nah. My, me and my brother always said, because like, back then Geordie Shaw was like heavily white masculine men mm. going on the pull. Like, Fucking chicks. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. I, I remember back in Gary. the day when it first... Gaza. <laughs> Yeah. Gaz. Oh, Gaz. Oh, God. So imagine that, right? Look yeah. at me. Yeah. Look at me. I'm like, do I look like George Shaw? No, I do no. not. And back then, I was like this little twink. I was like, fuck. I was like, I'm going to get eaten up alive. And they were like, would you come on out? I was like, absolutely fucking not. I was like, uh, even my brother was like, you need to pick a struggle. He was like, if you go on there, you can't be black and gay. So you need to say it. And you can't say you're not black because look, it's uh, like, oh, it's like so you're gonna have to say you're bi. So when I went, actually wow. went for my first meeting, that's where the whole bi thing came from. Mm. So I was like, man, now that I'm here, um, I might as well try for it. So I was like, yeah, I'm bi. And then I was like, right. And then literally just from talking to the producers, they were just like, we want to put you in. I was like, but why? I'm so confused as to How why. And then it literally just went from there. Like, like obviously I had to go through a few audition processes and one of them, like, I remember once I, the ball started rolling, they were like, why are you auditioning for this? I went, I just want to reiterate, I'm not. Mm. You asked me and begged me for so mm. long and said that I had to go through this process like everyone else mm. yeah. because it makes it fair. Yeah. And then when it got to the six, like, well, what makes you stand out above the rest? I went, well, you tell me because from the other six that it's between, mm. I'm the only one that you... Basically said that you wanted. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what I'm really curious, Nathan, because we didn't even touch on this in the jungle. Did you feel uncomfortable having to have that, once again, that persona of being bisexual and when you really just wanted to just be come me. out, be you, just be gay and, and just like, acknowledge that oh, you yeah. liked men? Not, yeah. the not because of the cast at all, because I remember when I went in there and I told them I was bi, I think... 
Charlotte or Holly? No, Holly, like, Holly's just like very blunt with me. She was like, you're not gay, you're not bi, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, mm. and then like that kind of thing. And then Gary even said that, like, Gary pulled me to side and like, he was like, I just want to let you know, like, whether you're bi or gay or not, you can always stay in the boys' room. I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. Aww, that's, like, that's nice. This yeah. is this is great for us that you're here. Like, thank you so much for being open and honest about it. So it was never anything to do with that. It was more when we were going out to the clubs and because it, it wouldn't be just one boy that went on the pull. Everyone would, yeah. all the boys would go. Wow. And if I'm just sat there with the girls, it's like this pressure of, this is going to be on TV. Mm. I've said this. I've now got to keep up with this lie. Not only that, I've got to go out there now. And like, don't get me wrong, I can flirt with people. I, like, put a camera in front of me, though. Yeah. It's a bit of a different story. Yeah. Especially when you know you're pressure. lying about something. Yeah. So then it's not only that, but then you've oh, got to have this pressure you. of then to bring a girl back to the house. And then it's like, do I have to have sex with this girl? Yeah. I really do not want to have sex with a girl on camera because then that's not fair. That's not fair on them. Yeah. I've been using them like that's demoralizing. I was like, and yeah. that's not what I stand for. So it's like, where do I draw the line? And I remember we would be in the house three days and we were getting ready to go to a club. And I literally, like, everyone knows I'm renowned for, like, I get I get the nervous shits. So, like, yes. yeah. regardless for any show, yep. yeah. I need a nervous poo. Yep. I locked myself in the bathroom for a good half an hour and just broke down crying. Oh. Because I was oh like, my. I can't do this. Yeah. I was like, I've had a taste of it, and I don't even know if this is for me. I'm like, yeah. I can't live this lie. I was like, at some mm. point, you're going to break, and you're going to crack, mm. or you're going to get figured out. And then what happens? You're going to get kicked off. Mm. Then oh, you're going to get yeah. exposed. Like, where do you go from there? Yeah. So I was like, just go with it. And then luckily we went out that night and was I panicked for no reason because we went out that night and we were actually going to a gay club. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's fine. We can do this. <laughs> I was like, this is your 48. You know what you're doing. Literally mm. got to this gay club. Where the, where I was like, I didn't even wait for, to be asked if I could go on the poll. I went straight out. <laughs> seeing this guy that I, I already that. knew. And like, um, we just started hooking up straight away. I was like, do you want to come back to the house? He's like, yes. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, you've hit the fucking jackpot mm, here. Wow. And so when you go for filming and you move into the house, like how long are you gone for? How many times? Six weeks. Six weeks. Without just a phone. No phone. No, zero contact with outside world. So, so only contact with you. Everyone inside the thing. So, so you don't have any, no, no access to the news. It's basically like being in the jungle kind of, no access to the news, no like access Lamar to the outside. Island. Yeah, no access to the outside world. You only have, and if you want to make a phone call to anyone outside the world, you use the phone box and that's getting listened to by production. The phone box is hilarious. Wow. And so is it only six weeks of the whole year? No. So we do yeah, six weeks, what... solid filming. And then after that, it's probably about three weeks of like green screen filming. Right. And then you'll have three to like six weeks. God, I can't stop burping. Three to six weeks off. Yeah. And that's so that we do one. Of, we used to do one in January. That would take us all the way up to like March. You'd have April off. We'd be back in for June for the summer one. You'd probably get the end of August, beginning of September, back in at October up until Christmas. We would turn out like three a year at one point. Wow. Like we had no time for ourselves. That sounds, it kind of reminds me of Made in Chelsea. Um, which I mean, I'm trying to understand. Yeah. yeah, the way that it works, it kind of because like you did that. Yeah, you? I did do How that. Did you find that. Uh, I, uh, look, it was next a, question. <laughs> it, was yeah. pretty, it was a pretty um, intense experience. Yeah. Like I flew over there to meet a guy, and yeah, it it didn't end so well. But the experience with the whole filming side of things was so different to yeah. maths because it's like you go to a location, it's like a set. You know, it's like. Action, cut, do it again. Like it's yeah, not as oh. re reality. Scripted it's not, reality. It's not, scripted reality. It's, it's not just go in there and be you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was, it's, oh that's my a bit God. annoying because then it's like, how, how can you have a genuine reaction to yeah. someone if you don't know if it's. Like my final scene, the guy that I was uh, visiting, 
He like literally had to run down the street chasing after me for like four times. He had to do it four times. So fucking embarrassing. See, then I would just be like, that's Hello. not genuine. Yeah, you don't want was, me. Yeah. I, she's too good to do that. I would have just been like, it was, fuck is all. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's, you don't know like who's going to be, you just get a location, time and dress code. You oh, no, not, be Jordi's not like that. We're literally there then in the moment. You've got to go. That's it. Yeah. Wow. And then what you see is what happens. See, I love that. It's so yeah. much better. And that's like, it is better. Well, it's, yeah. well, it's way more real than Made in Chelsea. That's probably why it's lasted so long though, because it, everything yes. is, what we basically have done throughout the whole of like the 10 years that it's been doing is we've done what kids our age are doing all over the world. Yes. Going out, getting pissed, yeah. fucking, falling out, making up, yeah. living lives. It's, yeah. Coming out. Yeah. Yeah. And so on that, Nathan, like how has, well, how do you think the world's changed from the moment that you were like, okay, I need to tell the truth. I need to be who I am. It I need to be it myself. It changed that like even the production of Told Me This and like they've like, I changed the show. And I can, I can say this without being big headed and I can be humble about it. Mm. I changed Geordie Shaw for mm. good. Because before 100%. that was all about going to the pool and stuff like that. And then obviously having me there, it was like, it was representation. Not only that, is that scene of me coming out, like it gives me chills when I watch it back sometimes because it's like, I did that for my benefit. Yeah. So that I could live my truth, not thinking it was going to help other people. Yeah. And to this day now, I still get bombarded with messages saying, thank you so much for being authentic. Thank you wow. so much for doing that. Like you gave me the strength to come out to my friends and my family and stuff. And I like, that to me is it's cemented in my head that no matter what I do in my career, mm -hmm. if it ended tomorrow, if it ended the second I leave this door, I have done mm. what I set out to do mm. by getting on TV because mm. I never had anyone to look up to when mm. I was on TV, when I was growing up, sorry. Yeah. Like I had, the only gay people that I knew of in the UK were like the likes of like Paul O'Grady, Gok Wan. Like these were older gay men mm. that were in fashion or presenting that weren't black or weren't mm. young mm. or weren't going through the struggle. So I didn't know what, that like I didn't have any representation. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, when I got, got on TV, my purpose goal was to be a representation mm. for younger, for fifteen-year-old, fourteen-year-old me, so that I could like other people can watch TV and be like, do you know what? I can relate to him. Mm. I like him. I'm a bit like him. This, that, and the other. And I think throughout my whole career, I've remained that person. Yeah. Yeah. And you did change the show, babe. And you changed, oh, yeah. I think, reality yeah. TV as a whole. Like they, yeah. like you said, there wasn't representation well, before yeah. you came along. I thought there wasn't that many black people on reality TV. No. Then, then the I, second I got there was there was like no offense to the, the TV show reality <laughs> TV shows. There was one on Made in Chelsea. There was one on Tally. <laughs> we were everywhere. Yeah. But also just the fact that like a LGBTQ AI plus A B C D I'll make a joke like, of it. <laughs> is on TV, yeah. is, mm. is it's everywhere. being mm. able to be themselves, yeah. which shows, you know, like you said, 14, 15 year old kids yeah. that are watching and don't see anyone like themselves on TV yeah. anywhere or don't know how they can be themselves. Well, and you've showed them. It's important to have like members of the queer community on reality, on reality TV itself because it's reality. Yes. It's yes. not like we have just popped up as a trend yeah. in the past 10 years, we have existed since the dawn of time. Of course. Like if you literally want to go all the way back to the fucking Romans and actually get political about it. Yeah. Romans used to fuck each other all the time when they went off for war. They were yeah. gay as shit. I mean, I, I, I was, yep. I interviewed on, on this podcast, um, like a sex history chick and she was telling me and showing me on Google like these books from, I don't even, like the 1800s yeah. and the borders of the books were people rimming each yeah. other. Men yeah, fucking men each other. Men each other. 
Like in some cultures, like in the easier. other side of the world, like and I know this sounds really bad. Women are seen in their tribes as just for producing babies. Mm. Men are seen as sexual desires. So it's yes. not like gay people, lesbians, mm. bisexual, transgender. It's not like we've just all of a sudden come along. So it's important, I think, if you're gonna have reality TV, make it rea- reality fit. Everybody, yeah. and yeah. that's not just including like lesbian, gays, bisexual, transgender. It's including disabled people. Mm, people like yes. every single person that walks this earth, mm. every creed should be shown on reality TV because yeah. that is the reality of reality. Yeah, like, that's what's ha- that's outside this world. Like not not everyone's gorgeous, pretty, and like yeah. Do you know what I mean? And do you think that's where the disconnection, I guess, of why reality TV sometimes does get a bad rap because yeah. people yeah. are like, well, it's not really reality, is it? Yeah. It's not a cross section of society yeah. As, yeah. as what you know Australia is or what the UK mm. looks like right now. So I think you know you coming along, being so open and honest about it, mm. and and being this amazing role model, yeah. Nathan. I think that's something that you should, and I know you're proud of it but yeah. i just want you to know that how proud oh we God. are yeah pat, <laughs> big pat um because you know it would have been hard babe yeah. i can't can't even oh, imagine God. you know like the fact that you had to you know to, with your family to come mm. out you know because yeah. you shared that on the jungle yeah yeah you shared that story oh god that was like the scariest part like, i mean my dad, telling my dad was like the scariest thing i think i've ever done in my whole life so how old were you again uh so back this is way before so i came out to my family actually before Jordy shaw some of yeah. them so I can't actually know my dad was the last person to know. Mm. So I think I might have actually come out on Geordie Shaw oh. before I told him. And I think the only reason why I had to like do it is because one, my uncle outed, kind of outed me. And I think because it was going to come out on TV, so I had mm. to tell him. Mm. And obviously it's not fair like having the one person, like yeah. one of your parents, yeah. like, the two, two, your two creators. Yeah. And one of them like, sorry to call you as creators, but mom and dad. Like <laughs> the two people that gave you life yeah. and one your mum knows and your dad doesn't like, but everybody knows. Mm. It is awful enough. And I did say this in the jungle, didn't mm. I? Like this I've always wore this guilt yeah. around my neck, like thinking I've deprived my dad mm. of potential five years of bonding and mm. stuff out of fear, mm. out of something that I, I'd, built in my head yeah. because of a TV program I watched about being gay in Jamaica and how they mm. some one parent stoned their kid's kid to death. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, so it's like, it's like, like, do you know what I mean? And I was scared that my dad was, even knowing that if my dad tried to kill me and he'd go to jail in like bloody England, yeah. like, <laughs> there was laws that would have protected me. But, but that's I'd how built, kind but of, I built up yeah. this fear in my head. Like there's a rational fear that I can't tell my dad because I do not want to get disowned. And then when I did tell him, mm. it was like this moment where we walked towards each other in slow motion. My eyes were filled with tears. His eyes were filled with tears. Nathan. And he just hugged me and said to me, I love you no matter what. You know, my, you're my baby. Like, that's, oh, it, that's, it is what it is. And like, my dad now, honestly, is so funny. Like, he always says, have you got a boyfriend then? Are you doing this? And then he remember once he tried to set me up with this, like, because it was a bus driver. He tried to set me up with this guy that he worked with. Bless him. Like, the guy was 50. <laughs> Like, he was like, he was not, like, not being shallow. He wasn't, like, my type. He was not a lookout. Mm. I, I just couldn't have seen the relationship working. Yeah. But the sole purpose behind that was my dad was like, he's got money. <laughs> 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 my dad was like, he's got money. It's fine. Like, you'll be, oh. you'll be looked after. And I was like, oh, my God, that's like, Thanks, Dad. We don't live in that kind of world anymore. <laughs> I like my independence. Also, we don't want to date someone that you work with. Like, it's a bit weird. But like now we always make a joke and laugh about stuff like that. Uh, so it's that it, it, nice. Hearing you talk about that this again, and it mm. makes me emotional. And I think back to like when you opened up in the jungle. Yeah. Because I think, you know, in, in families where culture is so strong, yeah. you know, I come from an Italian background and that's, you know, very 
like heavily strict cultured, and yeah. he- heavily cultured as well. So I think it's more common than not that, you know, if someone is different, whether that be their sexuality yeah. or whatever, they want to change careers mm. and having that fear to speak to their parents. Yeah. What, oh, what yeah. is your advice to someone that could, you know, could be listening to this podcast mm. that whether that is they want to come out as bi or transgender or whatever or they want to change jobs and they're, they're scared to have that chat with their parents. What What's if your you best piece of advice? Best piece of advice I would say is, obviously not everyone is the same. I just want to reiterate that. Of course, mm. when of I course. Tell my coming out story, yeah. my coming out story is not going to be the same as anyone else's because obviously families are different, yeah. relationships are different. But if a problem shared is a problem halved, mm. so I would always tell the one person that you know deep down in your gut that loves you unconditionally and that you can trust, whether that's a work colleague a friend at school, doesn't have to be your parents. Yeah. Could be a sibling, could be a random person on the train, mm. could be your barber. Once you tell that one person what you're going through in your head, I guarantee if you find the right person, they will turn around and say like, you have nothing to worry about. They'll reassure you and you will feel elated and you'll feel better. Mm. And that will give you the confidence to maybe then tell your family, to then tell someone else. And I like, even if, say if you told your best friend and it doesn't go the way your parents, with your parents you want it to. Yeah. If your best friend loves you unconditionally, it doesn't matter what someone mm. else said because you've you've got that one person that you can yeah. connect with and grow and go from there. Mm. That's one the definite bit of advice I would definitely give. Yeah. yeah I think that, that nice. I think that's great advice yeah. as as a whole because really and and this is what I say like holding that secret in as a oh, burden it, it is exhausting. And you know, oh my goodness. It's so yeah. Horrible. It's so hard like oh, for me personally I can't even imagine. to even try to understand yeah. what yeah. that feeling it, would it be is. like not being able to live You live your life authentically. You are like And once I told one person after that, that came the conversations that I could have, like, oh, God, he's fit. Oh, God, like, I've, yeah. just, or like, I've been secretly yeah. dating someone or I've been secretly meeting up with boys yeah. and, like, just having that conversation. So rather than me going through everything by myself, I had one person that I could load yeah. anything. Lo and behold, that person that I did tell, I ended up fucking telling someone else and then telling someone else and then I ended up getting outed. But that oh. doesn't matter. I still had, for that time being, I had that one person. Yeah. And it was an accident anyway, the way she kind of outed me. I had literally had to come out, like, three or four times. Really? It was fucking ridiculous. Do you think your dad knew deep down that you were gay or... If my dad didn't know I was a flaming homosexual, then that man is fucking blind. (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't really bring that many girls home. Mm. I've always been very loud, very flamboyant. Mm. Um, I've always been eccentric. So it's like, I don't, I just... I feel like most of the time, the parents, parents know. do know. Oh, God. My, my, my mum knew. She was like, what the fuck do you want, a medal? Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, kind of do actually. They really honest. do know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. But once again, every scenario is so different. And yeah. I know that there are stories that people lose their families and, yes. it's, and it's horrible. And you are so blessed and lucky yeah. to have yeah, a family that has just opened up their arms and, and has just and accepted you. Because yeah. Yeah. unfortunately, there are families out there that mm. people do get disowned and it and it ruins yeah. people's lives, and which is really, really sad. But I think seeing you as, you know, having that representation on a huge show like Geordie Shaw yeah. um, and then going on and doing so many reality TV shows and yeah. you being that representation for mm. so many young people, Nathan, you can't even imagine how many people you've you've helped. Yeah. 
you know and i think that's, that's good that's why i want that's the only reason why i do what and I do. yeah mm. and it should be the thing that you're most proud of because yeah. you've probably saved people's lives mm. like at the Ooh. end of the day you know yeah and make me get a bit more that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. but you do you pro- when, well, no yeah I get that. when other people share their experiences or their journey it provides hope well. or you know it provides faith or yeah. you know like a bit of a light at the end of their tunnel if he can do yeah. it i can too because i'm exactly. every yeah. time i've opened up you know, especially on Instagram, if I talk about my antidepressants or mm. I talk about I'm anxious and every time I, I speak about it, I get inundated. It's the most DMs yeah. I get. It's mm. when I'm open and honest about that kind of stuff. I get people asking me about my medication and like mm. advice on it. And it's just being open and vulnerable in those. It helps. Yeah. It, it really does. And it's not, you know, it's actually good for me to talk about it and be open about it. Oh, but God, the it's fact that it's therapeutic as fuck for us yeah. to talk about it. But then the fact that it's helping other people and educating <laughs> them, it's actually yeah. just a bonus. And it's, it's I an honor to be I able to have that platform. It's really important now as well though, because social media, like, yes, it's everywhere, but like social media can be so fake and it can be so mm-hmm. like, oh my it can God. reject things that aren't real. Yeah. So like, yeah. I think being open and being honest and talking about these things, it does like, let lets other people know that, do you know what I mean? Like what you see on, on, online isn't always oh. what life is like. <laughs> I mean, this is a perfect segue into what I want to talk about next. Bitch, we know the body is tight. The body is boring. But you are very honest about the work you've had done. Oh, this, we fucking go. See, I, I was hey. the one who asked Dom. I'm like, wait, can... No. Yeah, we can talk can about it. Can we talk no, about no, it? No, 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 but you, I've talked about opening exactly. the jungle. Yeah. And, I, and I love that about you because well, you know what? That. Why yeah. do you need to be ashamed? It's like, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Good, yeah, fucking I have. And, well, and I love it. The thing is, obviously, I have followed... You and Chloe for a very long time. Yeah. She's obsessed. She I have followed God. Chloe forever. I'd love to give you a, her a bottle of um, Vixen. I'd take one Hi, for Chloe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, she's an absolute crack up. And I just remember you guys on Geordie Shore yeah. fighting like fuck the craziest yeah. fights I would ever fucking see ever. Like I remember, I, I don't know what season, but she goes upstairs and you're downstairs. This is when she calls me a fucking t-shirt. Oh, God. That was my favourite ever fight I've had with her. It was a pretty... Nah, oh, which is she got destroyed the bedroom. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. She went into the bedroom and like wow. flipped out. That was my fault. Um, that was hectic. The <laughs> fights between you two <laughs> are fucking crazy, crazy shit. But I have followed her for a very long time and you... And I noticed that, you know, things get done and I feel like in... Maybe it's the UK or it's the Geordies. I don't know. Like it's... It's, there's a particular look with the girls, yeah. not so yeah. much yourself. And I was asking Dom, I'm like, I want to know, like, what does everyone get? Because yeah. everybody kind of has this same look in certain areas. Yeah. Like, does Chloe have a BBL? She, I, I don't know if I can confirm this for her, but she doesn't now. Oh. She does not now. Everything, her body at the minute, what she, uh, the way she looks now, she's worked. Because like, she works hard. Yeah, wow. she works out. Works she does. Every, like, she'll openly admit in the past she's had work done. Yeah, because yeah. at one point she did have a BBL. It was, a bum was massive. Yeah. And, we and both, she got taken out. We both went, yeah, we've had, had it removed. We both went to uh, Turkey and got stuff done. Yeah. And then. That's where everyone gets those. Now right? she wants to be, just be natural. And she, what you Good see honor. now with Chloe is literally what she's got in the gym for. And she's oh, worked wow. hard. Wow. She's got a massive gym in her garage. I've literally she's followed her. She's on the stairmaster. Yeah. Like at least three times a day. I was following her when she was doing like a really intense fitness journey. I think it was like two years ago. Yeah. And I just remember watching her whole transformation and I was like, fuck yeah, like that's awesome. But you know what's annoying though? That now that obviously in the past, I admit we have had work done, but then once you've had work done and then 
once you start working on your body, yeah. and then everyone's like, oh, well, you cheated, you did this. Well, technically, no, I fucking didn't. Because it kind of kick-started you. <laughs> it kick-started yeah. me, yeah. but not only that, technically, if you want to be technical about <laughs> it, the first lipo I ever had did fuck all. Right. Because I didn't treat it, I got it for free, so I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> got this lipo done, and I was like, went home, and me being me, thought, well, I've had lipo done, I'm not going to get fat, I can eat what I want. And it's not going to come back. Is that not how it works? Yeah, no, it's it? not at oh, all. Uh, so so then on, I what? ended up getting fatter than <laughs> what I went. So yeah, we're there. So then the next time I went, I got a six pack, like, I got a lipo and I got like a six pack, a six pack like done kind of thing. And I didn't like the, like, and then I put weight on after that. Didn't like the results of that and I wanted to all take back. So then I went again and had complete corrective surgery. Wow. Fuck And they took this like, it wasn't, it wasn't like a fake six pack I was putting. It was like, like they sculpted a somehow kind of so, thing. Wow. And I wanted it removed, and now my body's mine. Obviously, with the help how of how do they remove it though? Like, how do they actually oh. like erase? Because it's, it's not actually in grapes. It's like I can't really. So say like if you had fat, like they take like the mold it into the fat kind of thing. Okay, but it's not like I, I wasn't like a, like loads of fat there anyway. It was just yeah. like molding on top of my abs. Right. But then I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't like the way it looked as, as I put weight on as my body transitioned and as I got older. Not nothing to do with like the people that did it or anything. Like that it's I didn't like the way I yes. looked. Yeah. From that, and that's fine because it's my and body. That's so yeah. common and as well. I can do yeah. what I want of with course. my body. Yeah. So then I went and got corrective surgery. Got it all taken out. Wow. Got washboard abs and then. <laughs> it's like after that it's very important to maintain your healthy diet a healthy lifestyle drink plenty of fluids because otherwise you've just basically gone through all that invasive surgery for nothing. nothing and like I, you're probably meant you're not meant to work out I think like for like eight weeks afterwards what I got once I'd had my corrective oh my surgery God. and I'd seen the instant results and I liked what I, had, I was in the gym I had a gym in my house I was in my gym four weeks after and I'm not telling anyone else because you really shouldn't uh, I want to stress this you really shouldn't do that what happened however because it's like it's not good for like you, if you heal oh, so, if you're my, body heal, my body heals really fast right. so I was very fortunate to do that so I was just doing like cardio for a while okay. and then I literally started dieting like heavily and then I literally got so much into my fitness that now fitness is a part of my regime yeah. and I go to the gym like fucking six times a week. I'll mm. be very honest now. Sometimes I do regret getting surgery in the first place mm. only because knowing now that I can achieve mm. that body doing, putting in the work yeah. and, do, and and it's, it is more it's, rewarding. It's way more rewarding. It's more rewarding. Yeah. The, don't get me wrong, that instant fix first. Yeah, yeah it was great. Um, you have to speak- I don't regret it. But like, well, I do and I don't. I, I, it's, a lear, it's a learning curve. I've learned yeah. from that. Yeah. But I do know now that I can put in the work and I can get that mm-hmm. bugging body. Like, look at, like, I'm not saying that I've got a bugging body now, but like, well, like, I'm so curious about the lipo. Yes. Okay. Mm. So I thought it just removed your fat. So they remove your fat. So like, I, like I'm not a scientist, so I don't know if this is true. Yes. So you can remove fat, but that doesn't mean that fat won't grow back in that. So imagine fat as little tiny circle cells, right? Yeah. So you remove them cells. Yeah. But then you've got cer- other circle cells in other places that can grow in disformed shapes. Oh. So they can grow bigger and smaller and then, oh. then they can mold around your body and fill these scaps where the ones have been removed so then you end up with a lumpy bumpy surface you end up with really oh, yes geez. so it can sometimes if like you it can get actually it, go wrong really yeah. if you gain weight so you need to like be very careful like I, before I got any mass surgery, I did the research, I did yeah. the homework, I did like the, I, I basically Jeez. interviewed the doctor, yeah. Yeah. essentially before I wanted to know what who was going to do something to my body. I wouldn't just go to anyone. I yeah. literally did all my homework and did like my fact checking and then I'd made the decision to go for it. Wow. How was the healing? Was it painful? But, but honestly, I think I'm a fucking mutant. It's <laughs> so bizarre. So like- Bruising? 
like very minimal bruising. Once Jesus. I'd had the surgery and I'd come round, yeah. I literally wanted to leave the hospital because I was like, I'm bored. And I remember. Oh fuck! Did they give you like pain? Were you on like medication? Yeah, like, I remember. Yeah. I took the things up my thing, and I would walk <gasps> to the toilet, and then the nurse came and were in the room. She's like, "What are you doing? You can't get out of the bed. You've just had a vision <laughs> surgery. You've just like this." I was like, "I need a wee," and she's like, "No, no, no! You can't just go like this. There's like a thingy in there to like, help you wee." And I was like, oh. "Well, I didn't know that." <laughs> and then literally four days after I had my surgery, I actually flew home because I was like, I was like, I've got work and stuff on. Like, obviously, I had time to like heal and stuff like the blood thingy, but. My body heals very fast. Were you like in a? Because uh, I oh no, I'm thinking. Had to the, wear a fucking garment. Yes, if that's yeah. Because yeah. I've had to seen wear that bitch for like eight fucking weeks. Shit. I've watched like some BBL uh, yeah. procedures. I had to wear a similar garment to that. On. Yeah, and like they don't sit down wing for six weeks. Dude, the BBL standing. It's you know it's yeah. the most dangerous procedure to yeah. get. It's a one percent chance that you just don't wake up. Yeah. Is it worth it? No. No. Because no. you've got massive blood vessels and stuff in your ass. BBL is probably the worst surgery. It's literally like you you might just not wake up though. Like there is that And that's not, worth, that's not really, that's not worth do it. Do you think the Kardashians have had that done? Or do you think they have had fat transfer? <sighs> I think they've had BBLs. Fat transfer is the same thing as a BBL. You get your fat transfer to some part. But BBL is like a silicon implant as well. Oh no, it's not butt lift. No, B- BBL is like where you have the fat Brazilian put in. Brazilian butt lift. Uh, you have the fat put in. I feel like, like the Kardashians have had like something put in their bottom. Yeah, but look at them all now. They look incredible. All of them. I, I mean, I think uh, I think now personally, everyone's going through a thing where it's like everyone's undoing the work they've had done. Yeah, like, like my lips. Look at them. They are not the lips that were on Jordan Shaw. Like, yeah, I've had that all dissolved. I had a lot of work dissolved. Don't get me wrong. I've had a lot of touch up in my nose and like <laughs> tiniest <laughs> bit put here. Yeah, but everything else, cheeks, mm. everything, all dissolved because I was like, I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, actually. Probably learned. I've learned to love who I am more. Yeah, yeah. And I've realised I don't need all that. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong. I might get a few tweaks. I don't know. Botox. I just love the Botox. Botox yeah, I need to get that done. I can't live Botox. without the Botox. Botox. For me, Botox is an is a non negotiable. Yeah, like if I, I don't get any more filler in my lips, couldn't care less. But yeah. Botox for me is a non negotiable. Yeah. I mean, Same. yeah. I mean, I, like, love I, it. I, I am going home to get Botox. Like, look, I want I no emotion. I want zero emotion. My lips is off. I'm going home and get Botox. And what about the veneers? I don't regret. Uh, right, so. Or teeth and ass or whatever. Yeah. What was the thing? Teeth, teeth and, and teeth. ass. Right, so. Teeth and teeth. I, I, honestly, I never had bad teeth before. I uh, really did yeah. not. Like, I'd love to see your, my, like. I'll, try, I'll show you a photo of this, but like my teeth were actually really white. Yeah. Really straight. Are these new? Because I feel like you've always had nice teeth. I've not. I've always had nice teeth. It's just like the opportunity came along and I was like, I did actually get um, composite bonding. And my teeth were perfectly straight, perfectly white. Love them. But then, obviously, with composite bonding, you have to keep getting it done and, like, keep on top of it right. every year. And I just thought, what is the point of doing that? Yeah. When I know I can go, I'd be honest, I'd be very transparent about it. Where I can go to Turkey and get my teeth done for free, and I can take my mum done and Wait, get my mum done for free. What's wow. in Turkey that you guys get for free? These. What? Everything. But like your Everything. procedures though. Yeah. Well, Why do they do them in there, Turkey? Is there like a place there in Turkey that you've all got this connection with? It was, yeah, well, kind of, yeah. And because it's like, it's not because, it, well, it is cheaper for people to fly outside the UK, but it doesn't make it any less good. They're the same trained. The yeah. Same, the qualified oh, no, my just friends, the same. Plus you get a fucking holiday out of yeah, it. A f- yeah. A few true. of my friends have gone to Turkey to get their yeah. nose done because yeah. they specialize really the good best. Yeah. yeah. Like, so don't get me wrong. I went and got my teeth done, took my mum, got her teeth done. And I was like, do you know what? I fucking love it. So did I they shave your teeth. teeth fully down? Not fully down. They have been shaved a bit to put the crowns on, yeah. Wow. Did it hurt? Nah, because you're numbed. Oh, wow. It's a bit... I won't lie. If you don't like invasive things... It's like a lot. It is a, it's a lot because you are sat in a chair with someone finding your teeth down fitting other oh. teeth on. It's like, it could be... 
It is a bit scary, but I hate the dentist. I mean, I hate the I dentist, hate but now I don't have to So, so out of all of that, like all of the work you've had done, what's your biggest regret? Biggest regret, I'll be honest, probably the first and second time I got lipo. Not the third, the first and second. <laughs> no, and I'll show you why, because, so the first time I ever had it done, it's left me with these, like, so can you see that there? Oh yeah, that's like a keyhole. It's left me with, yeah, but it's left me with really, but like, because obviously my scar there, the really bad. So now when like yeah. I'm wearing speedos or something like that, you can see it. And I'm like, I hate that. It's just a scar though. But yeah, uh, no, but that it's a scar that reminded me I didn't need to get surgery. In right. The first place. Okay. okay, so it's what yeah. it represents. So it's more, yeah. it's more it, like you yeah. didn't need to get. So the, only the first two times, one I definitely do not regret is my teeth. 100% do yeah. not regret that. Love them, obsessed with them, they're gorgeous. They are like, like, I so they're they're you, they're you. They're so perfect. Uh, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, I've gone for, like, a, I won't lie, like, I think they look quite natural. Did you change? Yeah. Yeah. So I had, I, so. I had it all squared, yeah. and then I went back, and I was like, I want fangs. Yeah. I want fangs. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It I'm makes it. Not many people have that. No, so now they I have don't. fangs, and it changes the whole shape of it, it makes it look more natural. Yeah. Yes, I think so too. I love the fangs. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, now I'm cool. just looking at them. I always, they're literally like I would glowing. always look at them. I'd be like, like, I feel like my teeth are so yellow <laughs> compared to yours. Like, yours aren't. Like, you've got very gorgeous. Teeth. I feel I like mine are yellow. But don't be honest, but you've got to think that's what I felt like. But everyone around me and everyone basically in reality TV in the UK has veneers or has yeah. composite bone or has something like this. And then there was me for what four fucking four to five years with my natural teeth. Like I'm never gonna do it. But that's like I'm everyone never from gonna maths. Do it. Yes, right. everyone from maths come from every off. season will come off and there's usually about four to five people that get veneers. Yeah. yeah. And they get offered it. And, and it's free. And yeah. I got offered it like yeah, last same. year as well. Um, well done for saying no though. Nah. But I don't regret saying I'm that. too scared. To, well, the thing with me is I'm just, I don't want to get my teeth shaved. Yeah. Because my mum has veneers and I've hers has fallen off. Oh, one, oh, of, mine, one she, of mine's fell off before. She fell and like face planted down an escalator <gasps> and the fucking tooth came out. And I'm not even joking you, the way that her root of the tooth look, it, it looked horrifying. It was well, a real little screw root thing. And I was like, mom, that's fucked up. If that's what's under everyone's veneer, that's fucking scary. But not not like all in, like that. Like black slits. But maybe she had hers really shaved down. But like, yeah. I'm saying- Well, like her a, actual tooth is like, it's a, it's a little thing. Like they're like a little thing so they can hook the tooth in. Mine's not, I can go come for her. Mine is not like that. Cause one of them did actually fall out. And then I went and got it thing. And, and like the tooth little... is still white underneath. Oh no. Nah. Like, I mean, like... it was white. Well, compared to these ones, it wasn't as white. It looked a bit yellow, but it was it was quite big. The tooth underneath. So you don't have to go to the dentist at all. Well, I still I still do go. Okay, just because you got veneers, do not 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 go. I go for oral hygiene checkups every every six months. So they'll go through like check the actual like go into the gum line, check the actual tooth underneath still healthy, clean it all, oh, great. floss it wow. all, just basically get a full blast of oral hygiene. Because I think my like one of my big things is you have to have a clean, nice mouth. Like yeah. I'm not gonna put my tongue in your mouth. If yeah. I think you've got a bad tip, like, do you know what bad I mean? Nah. What, I ain't gonna kiss you if you're breasting. I mean, yeah. I was just about to ask, what's the worst thing you've ever put in your mouth? I think we know from I think last we know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is. Uh. So that would have to and, even, and a fermented egg and stinky tofu. In the oh, is it the jungle? Okay, but what was worse, the cheesy dick, fermented egg, or the stinky tofu? You well, have to, three, I feel like all three of them made me have the same. Reaction. No, I was gonna say I feel like they're all fucking <laughs> yeah, they're similar. All, they're all on par. I don't know how he ate a century egg. I also want to know how you did that. I also have got to know like what is the most fucking craziest night from Geordie Shaw from your memory from the memory bank. If you have memory of it, off the top, <laughs> the top one off the top of my head was it did get cut down a lot. It cut, got and I've I've openly made this on someone else's podcast, so I'll, I'll talk about it. Yeah, it got cut down a lot. So it's a scene where I climb through the window naked. So <laughs> oh prior to that. 
we'd gone if we come back from a nightclub all of us like really like we were just we were just on a really love buzz like kind of night like we'd been drunk in the club we'd been day drinking during the day and like mm. it was the one night like production were just like yeah if you want more drink at home you can have more drink whatever oh. so I, but i was oh that fucked God. i went to bed and i was like i can't do this and people started putting chili in water and feeding it to me and then i did chase oh. i chased everyone around the house with a bag of sick because i was gonna for some reason a bag of sick. i wasn't gonna throw at them <laughs> but then they locked me out the house right and then <laughs> they locked me up the house. And I don't know what possessed me to do this in my head. I was thinking, like, they're not scared of the sick, but everyone was scared of me chasing them. But they locked me up the house. And then for some strange reason, I was naked. I tried to shit in my hand because I was going to oh. throw my shit at them. Oh, my God, no! Yes, yes, I know, yeah. listen. I was thinking, I'm going to throw shit at them. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it one step too far. And I actually couldn't shit, like, on demand. And I was so, so drunk. I even think I think I tried to stick my finger in my bum to try and get Oh, my God. <laughs> and I couldn't do it. And I was like, right, I need to get back in the house. All that obviously got cut for obviously obvious reasons. Yeah. And then the next thing you see is me coming through the window naked and they all run <laughs> off scared. But the reason why they run off scared is because of all the stuff that happened in between that got cut out. Wow, so they Jeez. do cut and edit a lot. Yeah, oh God, well, yeah, they can't put that me trying to shit in my hand. They can edit yeah. on so TV. During the mm. time that you're trying to shit in your hand, are the producers not being like, what are the hell is he trying to do? What, stop, they're stop. Like, what the fuck is going on? What? Someone stop him, someone stop him. Like, nah, just roll with it, that's <gasps> fine. Because then there's me like, sat there trying to shit. There's oh, everyone like at the conservatory glass door. Oh the whole cast of there watching me like, what the fuck oh is going my on? God, can and, you imagine? and then they're like, I roll the doors locked, I roll the doors locked. And then all of a sudden I run off, they can't see where I'm coming and I get through this window. Everyone starts screaming. It's like a pandemonium. And then after that, like, I did get told to go. I would have just been and pissing myself laughing. I would have been, yeah. It was the, it was one of the funniest nights. So how does it work? Because obviously you guys go to clubs. Like, you go out and camera yeah. crew and, like, sound. They all come with you guys. Yeah, so we've got, like, free crews. So when you're out in a club and you, you're picking up someone and you bring them home, do they have to sign a waiver? Oh, my God. It's like, it was, the, it's the longest. But it's, it's for everyone's safety. Like, it's got to be. Of yeah. course. It has to be done so right. you've got it to sign to. a form to say that you like you admit that you want to be on camera. This, you have to have your passport as well. So they can do like a background check on you. Then you've got, a, you've got, they will take you off for an hour. Give you water to make sure you're sober, that you know what you're going through. So wow. everything's consensual. You've wow, got to do so on camera that um, I do consent to this, that and the other. Obviously, then you come back to the house. So then some, it, it's, it, I won't lie. So sometimes it does take the fun out of it because it's like, yeah. you've got, you sat in front of a club, necking on. Yeah. And then oh. all of a sudden the passions disappear because then this person's gone off for an hour because they've mm. got to get sobered up. They've got to go through all these forms or something like that. Then that, sometimes people do pull out yeah. like, nah, I don't want to, you're ruining my night. Yeah. But then you can also, we come back to the house, then they, you can obviously have sex and stuff. And, yeah. and obviously this is only right. It, you can do that. Yeah. And then you can pull your whole consent. So some people actually, because people have cottoned on, I'll come like, come and do everything. Well, and then pull it Pull the consent. After. Yeah, pull the consent because they're like, ha ha, shagged you. Pull the <gasps> consent because you can't use it. Because that, but it's like, if you don't want to be on TV for having sex, that's absolutely fine. Oh wow. my gosh, yeah. wow. So like, because obviously when you guys go out, everybody knows who you are now. But yeah. like, I guess the earlier days, like even before... I guess hooking up with someone like yeah. would you first even have to say I'm here for a show? There's the cam crew, they're filming. So when we first, when, when they, like back in the day, like it'd be like a case, you just go on the pole, neck on with someone, and then after you've like kissed and talked to them, someone from production will then go over. Hiya, right? So basically, we're filming this show. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Is, are we okay to use the footage of you talking? Do you want to come over to the area? Can you sign this, this, that, and the other? Can we? Do you have your passport? Do you have an ID on you? This, this, that, and the other. 
then take you off, then do that. Does everybody have their passports? Well, some people carry it around as ID. The one guy, the actual one guy that I actually brought back on my series, when I, the first time I ever brought someone back, because I think they knew what was going to happen, we actually, me and him got in a taxi. We left the club early because he didn't have his passport. We drove two hours to his and back. What? So the whole time we were allowed to be with each other, we were filming like necking on oh the car. Oh my and stuff. God. Because we knew each other as well. So it wasn't like. Oh yeah, of course. So like I was allowed to go back to his house with him. Yeah. But obviously he's a member of production. We was get his passport, came back. And then I was out to sit with him throughout this whole process. Like why he was doing that. Because I thought, well, I'm not going to come bring him back to the fucking shag pad and then make him suck my dick or me suck his dick. And then there's been no chemistry in between us. Like, nah. Yeah, true. Like, nah, uh, that if you would want be it, if you, it's going to be the first time. It's going to be organic. And wow, I'm like really, now I'm really starting to think about like, first of all, how long you've actually been doing this for. Fucking like, since the dawn of time. Such a long time. And the whole process of even just simply going out and, you know, obviously you're, like a massive celebrity now but no you you have like you definitely are a massive celebrity babe but and this is what i sort of what happened when i did made in chelsea and i met the cast and they've been doing it for some of them as well 10 years yeah right crazy i did find with miles sometimes when i would hang out with him off camera and then on camera i would sense that maybe he doesn't really know who he is and when he's off camera, he mm. still plays this character that he is in Made in Chelsea. Yeah. And I wonder for you, like, and I guess other cast, it must be hard yeah. to kind of tap in and tune, like, or is it just and with, zone out of so that? With, with us, yeah. there, is, there is that kind of sense of like, when we're all together and there is no cameras there, we kind of are a little bit still like what you see in camera because that's just who we are. Yeah. To some levels, to some degree. But then there will, like, some of us will be quiet. Some of us, like, some people just sit on the phone when we're having food, don't even speak. Some people yeah. sit there, come for food, catch up, leave. I've got this to do, I've got that. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Like, I think everyone, obviously, we know how to switch things on when there's a camera there. Yeah. Because it's like, we've cut, you kind of, with George Shaw, you, you, it is us but it's also an exaggerated version of ourselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not always 100 times a mile an hour. Kubi's not always 100 times a mile yeah. an hour. Charlotte's not always 100 times an hour. We do have lull moments where we're just just us. Yeah. So we, I think we have, in a sense, managed to hone that craft of we can switch off mm. and we can just be normal. And like, I know that you see Chloe outside of filming. Oh, God, I see all of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you are very close. Well, to- or, or, like, that's the thing with us as well. Like, And some of the reality shows, like, I'm not saying like obviously some like well, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to be political. What are you trying to say? Yeah. yeah. No, not maths or anything like that. So, like say like with Made in Chelsea or Tower okay. or something back in the UK, like some of them aren't friends off camera, so yes. they'll just film for scenes. Yeah. Whereas us, we've got like if I showed you my phone, the amount of fucking group chats we're in okay. Aww, from series and we're all so best nice. friends. Like there's yeah. a group chat Sophie's just created because she's having housewarming Aww. and I'm like taking like three of the cast down there because we're driving. Like we're all still very much best Aww. friends. Kui's been texting me while I've been out here in Australia. Oh my God, they tell me everything. Oh, I want to know what's going on. So it's like, we're all still very close wow. in that sense. And so what about the cast that have left like Gary? And Weirdly you say that, Gary actually messaged me the other day. Oh. Which I was like, I was, I was like, oh. When he was in... Uh, Melbourne doing the tour or whatever he was doing. Yeah. He was down here with someone. I can't even remember. They came to Melbourne for something. Mm. Maybe to do with George. Did he do I'm a Celeb? He did a show with Deb. He did De- uh, MasterChef with um, Deb's. Cooking. Celeb, cooking kitchen. Hell's something. Kitchen. Hell's oh, Kitchen. I feel like this was a while ago though when he was still on Geordie Shaw and he was like the biggest player ever. But my friend actually did hook up with him. We were at a club. I'm like, that guy looks so familiar. She's like, it's guys. And like, obviously the girls were just 
yeah, all hey, over him. Flo- it was like back then. It was a wild time. I mean, he's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I can appreciate what you know, what the girls love about yeah. it. Yeah. And Charlotte obviously made it very known that he had like the biggest. What did she call it? Parsnip. Yes. Oh my yeah. god, the parsnip. Is his cock really that big? It is quite big. Yeah, that's yeah. what. It was always like known. That yeah. was like what was said on the show. He's a, actually he's a really, really nice boy. I commented on one of his photos over there. And I was like, oh my God, you're like, because like he's a dad. He's a dad, yeah. And I was like, you really look great at the minute. And then he direct messaged me back saying, thank you so much. That means a lot coming from you. And I was like, really? Oh, thank you. And what about um, Vicky? Vicky, me and Vicky. Vicky was one of my biggest fans rooting for me when we were in the jungle. She was constantly posting, constantly like messaging. As soon as I got out, she said, well done, son. So fucking proud of you. Was it Jay? Who was her guy? In the, in the original, back yeah, in back in Jay, Vicky, she like, yeah. Oh my god, oh, all I the love old Vicky. Names. Back in the day, yeah. man, she yeah. was my. I, she's still like, she's so fucking cool now. Yeah, she's happily married, like happily engaged, oh. getting, couldn't get married. Oh, she might be married. I can't remember. I think she's she's engaged, soon to be married. And she had a baby. No, no, she's she has no baby. And no. um, what, no. Money? She's trying at the minute oh, for a baby. that's right. Has Money had two babies? Money's got two boys, yeah. Far out, Money's Charlotte's. Got t- Charlotte's got a baby, yeah. A baby. Alba. Holly's just had a baby. Holly, I can't Holly. believe that. I see yeah. her TikToks Sophie's all the time. And Holly's rig as well, man. Like, I've been following her for such a long time. And when she started getting, like, really into the yeah, fitness, really into fitness, I was like, fuck, fuck man. She, she is... Ripped. She is solid. Yeah. Like she has got fucking. I think she enjoyed her pregnancy as well because she got to just be like, yeah. Do you know what? Fuck. Mm. But her baby boy is so cut looking like he's fuck. They've all produced really good looking kids, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of put pressure on me. Like when I have kids, I'm like, <laughs> babe, you're gonna. My have... children better be good looking. <laughs> oh, look at you, doll. So have you thought about that? Of course, yeah. Yeah. Like I want, like originally, don't get me wrong, I wanted five kids. For... Yeah, I wanted two boys, two girls, and then okay. the last one, whatever you want to be. And like five like, kids. Now I'm like. I don't care. Like, I just want to have a two, two healthy children. Yeah, that's mm. perfect. Two healthy children. And then, well, maybe three, actually. But that's only because I come from a family of a lot. Like, yeah. so I'm one of yeah. seven. Wow. My dad is one of nine. Yeah, my mum is one of four. Yeah. Like, and then my Big dad's families. brothers all have, like, five, six. Like, there's a lot of us. We breed like rats, wow. basically. So, like, I think for me, I was like, I don't want to be the one that lets the, the team down. So I want to continue my legacy yeah. and have like three or four. Where, have you have you thought about it? Is this something yeah. that you're... Well, so like we did speak, like me and some of my friends have spoken. Like, they've said they will carry my child and stuff. Like, obviously, I'm not going to have sex with them because that's... No, weird. yeah, you yeah. do it all... Turkey-based way. Yeah. yeah. If not, then I'll go down the route of IVF. If not, then I'm more than happy to adopt. Wow. So, yeah. And Wait, so you started those conversations. I've started these conversations. Like me and my part, like a previous partner, we actually had a conversation about like starting, like looking at uh, adopt and like wow. IVF and stuff like that. So like it is, it's definitely something that's in the forefront of my mind. I want to get married as well. Aww. Like I want, I want the, I want the fight. I want the whole Disney DreamWorks Aww. life. Like I want that. Your wedding, oh, whenever it is, oh mate. I <laughs> no, do you know what? Right at first. <laughs> When I did think about this, I would have every man in there talk about my wedding because I'd want everyone that's ever met me in my life Aww. to see that big day. Yeah. But then now that I've got older, I'm kind of like, yeah. nah, yeah. Like, weddings are expensive. I'm not paying for someone I've fucking... They're no, so someone expensive. Someone that's not spoke to me for two years, paid like fucking, what, 250 fucking bucks for, their, for them to then turn and like... I don't think I'm going to come to yeah. that. Yeah, I feel like, like it no. does change as it we does get It does change. Yeah. When you're younger, you think, oh, I want to have this fairy tale, yeah. one Cinderella yeah. wedding, you yeah. know. Now um, I'm small, intimate. Yeah. Still Disney princess like. Yeah. <laughs> just with my Which Disney princess? Which, which Disney princess? Oh, God, well, neither of all of them have the Trump, Trump troubles, haven't they? Like, 
Probably Stephen Beauty. She's my favorite. Aww. Mine too. Aurora. Like, yeah. Oh my god, Aurora. Do you know? I if I have a girl, I want to name her Aurora. I've still talked to her as well. Or Briar Rose. I love that. Just because she oh. met the prince in the yeah. she met the prince in the woods. She didn't know he was a prince, and it's like oh. Oh, she fell in love with him before she knew who he was. And then there's like he didn't know she was a princess, and he loved her. And the parents like you've got to get married, and like no, I'm in love with someone else. And then the both teachers like oh my god, you're a prince, you're a princess, and yeah, and you're the person I love. And, then, and you're, oh. it is my favorite. I love that's yeah. so cute. I mean, I would be having a dance, getting danced around. My suit will be changing colors, like you know. Oh I'm joking. God. Oh, I actually was not surprised. I hope that was the plan. <laughs> oh my oh, god, wait. that would be magical. Oh. And I mean, what? What's next? Yeah, Nathan? what's next? Like, obviously, you've been in Australia for how long now? Three weeks. Uh, God, fuck, I, I don't actually know how long I've been here. Three weeks. It's, it's been, been oh well, no, crazy. it's been two weeks. Two, two and a bit weeks. Yeah. Two and a bit weeks. Yeah. Um, you've been in Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne, Sydney, Gold, the Gold Coast. Coast. It's been a blast. And what's like? I guess you're you're on your way home soon. What's like the the everlasting memory of your trip of this trip? In With Australia. I'd like to say, I came on saw and I've definitely conquered now. Yeah. Oh, you've definitely but I don't conquered. think I've quite conquered yet. Like there's there's some meetings that I need to come back for. Yeah. That um there's some shows that I want to do out here. There's some like radio shows I want to do while I'm out here. Like I want to come back in the height of summer yes. and yeah. fully take over Australia properly. But I have got to get back because I've got some more filming to get back to. I've just um signed well i've not signed anything yet but i've just been given the green light for my own podcast <gasps> in the uk oh my congratulations. god amazing it nathan is, um, i don't care i'm gonna talk about because i'm proud talk of it, about I'll it. Probably get nice. this. but it's a it's a podcast with a very big difference it's a dating podcast oh wow yep so it's like i can't give too much away but it's yep. like it follows a very different format that anyone's ever done there's oh my myself god, and a co-host that will be doing the podcast and I'm going back to film that basically in the height of summer, which is going to be great. Aww. So I'm excited for that. That's and then so much fun. another that. TV show in September. A new yeah. one? A new TV show, yeah. Not here? Uh, no, in the UK, but hopefully we'll see how things go. Is it Who knows? Is it something that we know of? Is it already, is it a new season? Is I can't, a new show? Can't. Damn it. He, I wouldn't have guessed anyway. Nathan, you are just a pure delight. You are Thank like you. a ray of sunshine, but just like nothing I've ever seen before in my life. I've even met Nathan from Geordie Shore. Do you know the Thanks first you. thing? I'm here with music, looking at music, fucking killing it in Australia. Nathan, I'm geeking out too. See, the first thing she said to me, other than, oh my God, baby, I miss you, she was like, oh my God, Nathan, Nathan. I'm like, oh, bitch, hello. <laughs> but Ella was just so excited that I got to spend all that time with oh you. And well, she did nothing but talk about you all the time in the jungle, so I was like so excited to meet you when I got out. It's true. That's all we've... It's yeah. all I did, really, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Just Aww. was thinking about you and how the podcast. Moment, it, it really it was, and it was so cool watching you guys bond on TV. Like I love that because I've loved him from TV, and I love you. And seeing you guys have mm. so much fun and be there for each other, and being like, oh, bed just, shed bed, yeah, fucking yeah. house of like, horrors. You guys were oh. lucky to, oh God, to have each other in there. That was the best. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, we were, were so lucky. Like we we really did get lucky yeah. with our cast. Yeah. I don't think we've said that enough. Honestly, we really did. And I don't want to sound like a bitch when I say this, but I honestly don't know going forward what they're going to do like not, like not that we've like that but like they'll never get a cast in a lineup that they got on genuinely oh, like yeah. we did genuinely and like yeah. genuinely cared about each yeah. other genuinely built each other like we still all are now in a group yeah. chat yeah. and yeah. we're all still very it's much so active nice. and we're well, also you, very much talking you guys are going to be friends for the rest of your life yeah. like, we, we went through a one, one of a kind experience yeah. exactly and we've got all of these memories like mm. Deb's always with the, the lavender oil yeah. like, and that's it's and some, that's still going now in the group exactly. chat exactly and it's just oh, little things that happened yeah. that only kind of we'll know yeah. and it's part of 
part of us and it's yes. just so nice yeah, it is. and it's, so it, it's just it's honestly just been an honor to yeah. get to say that you're my friend nathan oh, and, and you. that you you know you're you're part of our family yeah, now if, that's if, yeah. if i could blush i would blush oh <laughs> no, but people don't blush so <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god oh, but it's just it's really has just been an honor to get to know you um mm. from from the jungle but now just in the in the real big bad world yeah and um i can't wait for you to come back to australia and we can uh trust me I can't and wait. hopefully she'll be off rocketing and then we can yeah. go out drinking yeah then i can show you how to party yeah, well, <laughs> yeah this bitch can <laughs> trust trust if you can keep up you know what i mean retired a little for a little bit like a little small stint but trust me when i'm coming back in summer it's game on babies oh yeah. i'm scared yeah. okay yeah, i better I'm I better get pissed fit because I'm telling you. And yeah. also, thank you for coming back and recording part two thank with you. us because that for was not planned. Thank you for letting me to come back. And do, do <laughs> no, part two. we were. It wasn't dying. planned to to do a part two, but hey, I'm part one went on for. I, I just wouldn't shut up. <laughs> part one is going to be fucking hilarious, <laughs> by the way. So the so contrast between part one and this one is like me going <laughs> <laughs> drinking wine out of the bottle. Yeah, and then now it's like yes, yeah, I having water, just being in my congenial era, you know. That kind well, we of, got we got both sides of Nathan. Yeah. You got to see eggs. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You got to see both yeah. sides. You got, got Geordie Shaw Nathan and then you got this. Yeah. Okay, so before we go, Nathan, can we please do something that we did in the jungle? What? We need to do the Geordie Shaw YI. Yeah. Can we please oh, yeah. do Why it? Because it's player. You thought you meant to be embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no, no, fuck. I wasn't going to bring up cockroaches. You didn't briefed about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like it's so iconic. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, so on the three, two, one, so we'll three, do Three, two, it. one, go Geordie Shaw, YI. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Geordie Shaw, YI! Woo!